We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which we record this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to Indigenous elders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to any First Nations people who are listening today. Sovereignty has never been ceded. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Okay, so the past few episodes I've been introducing the pod with a new drag name that I invent and they've gone over not very well with my guests. Do you happen to have one that you can contribute for me? <laughs> because I mean, apparently mine suck according to the past couple <laughs> guests we've had. Oh my God, I have a lot on Twitter actually. Sometimes I really? just- Really? Sometimes I just like um, Andy Wormhole. Oh my God. Um... Butthole-mew. But excuse me? <laughs> Butthole-mew? Wait. Like Bartholomew. Oh but my that's god. Like, that's a good <laughs> um. How? Okay. See, I think mine are just as good as these. Maybe my guests just want to read me. That's fine. You know what? If that's the vibe, I'll happily take it. Yeah, there was another one that I. What did I. I literally did the Sarah Leanne, which is literally just a pun on myself. Oh, Sarah Leanne. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone wanted to be named after me Is that your drag daughter's name? <laughs> yeah, no I, I Can just... I be Sarah Leanne? <laughs> <laughs> Cerulean and Sarah Leanne Oh my god, work <laughs> Imagine getting a gig And the host is being like Ladies and gentlemen, bring to the stage Sarah Leanne Well, what a fucking basic name that is. I'm like, no, there's a story behind it Oh God, I just remember like Sarah Lee, like 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 the, the cakes like or the whatever. Cakes. Yeah, <laughs> like, like my favorite childhood chocolate cake. Oh. Didn't they take like fucking forever to defrost? I remember that. Oh, I used to eat them frozen. <laughs> oh work! Or should I say, slay the world? Slay the world. Slay the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's our new phrase. Oh, work the world. Like, work the world. Oh my God! See, we're already having a good time, and I hope all of you are too. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone else in between and on the outside. My name is Reese. I am the host of this here thing called Not Another Drag Race Podcast. I said it last week, and I'll say it again because I'm still kind of flabbergasted. Not Another Drag Race Podcast, as in the one of the top twenty percent of podcasts shared in the world on Spotify. Thank you very much. Slay the world. Slay the world. Literally, I. Really shouldn't have waited so long to check Spotify wrapped. <laughs> Last week I looked at it for the first time, like, oh great, look at that. Oh my god. Work. Um, I am so proud to be hosting this podcast. I'm proud that this is a positive space. Even though we're talking about a TV show that loves drama and loves negative things, we love drag, period. We love all things queer excellence. And I'm so proud to have so many of the awesome queer excellence that exists in the Melbourne Nam region on this podcast with me every week. And I get to have with me, second time on the pod, by the way, makes you a friend of the pod, officially. Not just a guest, friend of the pod. A friend of the pod. If you haven't seen her around the Melbourne scene, you just aren't going out enough. She has performed all over the place and she's got so many gigs coming up for Midsummer Festival, which is happening right now in Melbourne. I think every single queer person in Melbourne knows it is because <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been a thing. But uh, it continues. She's also going to be performing uh, at Melbourne Pride uh, on Smith Street, that big festival, which is happening February 21st, I think. Uh, the 12th. 
12th. Thank so. God you corrected me. <laughs> <laughs> you know your dates. And also, at, she'll be appearing at World Pride up in Sydney. Therefore, oh, so exciting. Cerulean. Yes. Hi. hi. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. I'm, um, so, I'm just always so ha- happy like, to be around you. Like, you're such a good vibe. Uh, thank and you. last time I saw you actually was at a Pop Chop gig. Oh, yeah, that's In December. Right. Yeah. And funnily enough, I was at a Pop Shocks gig on the weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, no, that was a Britney Spears um, yes. Pop Shops. This one was, um, what was it? Top Top 40. Top yeah, 40. The, the fans of Pop Shops voted for the top 40 songs. As you can imagine, it was very Pop Shops. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a fan, but I'm like, I can, you know, there's only so much Tuvalu Charlie XCX and Rina Sawayama <laughs> that you can fit into t- in a 40 song countdown. Very true. But uh, the Britney night was awesome. Um, shout out to Andy from Pop Chops, by the way. He was involved in quite an accident. Uh, I didn't know about it until after we recorded last week with Bathsheba, who's also a good uh, good duty of, of Andy, that he was involved in a horrible uh, e-scooter accident and was in hospital. Um, he's on the mend, he's healing, he's got um, an incredible amount of support through crowdfunding so he can get um, some surgery, which is fantastic. The generosity of our community is awesome. So Andy, if you're listening, we love you. Please uh, heal well and I can't wait to have you back on the pod. And um, Pop Chops wasn't the same without you, but uh, it was definitely fun uh, in December for the Britney night because I got to see you Fucking slay the room. Like, everyone was eating you up. Uh, Anyone who follows me on Instagram knows because I couldn't stop screaming. (laughs) Yes, I remember those stories. (laughs) I hope you weren't. Were you listening to that in, like, a quiet room? I uh, I think I was. Oh, shit. And I can hear everything you were saying, all of your screaming. (laughs) It was kind of iconic, to be honest. That is – I'm honestly becoming one of those people where when I have a night out, I'm going full ham. Like I'm not. It's not like oh, I'll just have a drink and see some friends. No, I'm get, I'm getting obliterated, <laughs> and it's like a once a month thing now. So like, if Pop Shops happens every month, that'll be my place. Well, that's but <laughs> and February will be Melbourne Pride. Yeah. <laughs> so um, tell me like what you mentioned before we started recording. This is so exciting. You're doing World Pride this year. Yeah. What are you going to be doing up there? So I'm going up there for mainly for there's a. Um, another pageant called um, another Miss First Nations pageant called um, Supreme Queen. Um, it's kind of like you can think of it kind of like an All Stars slash All Winners season. All Stars All Winners. Yeah. So I won the uh, fourth year um, hmm. in twenty twenty one. We've had we have all of our previous winners, all four of us, plus um, one from Taiwan, one from New Zealand, and a wild card um, who's who is Pamara Fifth. Pamara so, Fifth, friend yeah. of the pod. Oh my god, that's se- seriously that sounds awesome. And I know that the amount of awesome stuff that's happening up at, w- at World Pride this year is going to be so good. So everyone, go out and support Cerulean at Miss First Nations All Stars All Winners. Yes, please. It goes <laughs> over three nights from the twenty fourth to the no twenty sixth. To the 28th. Yeah. That there, weekend? There are, there are two heats and a finale. Perfect. Okay. I can't wait to see it. I can't. Yes. Well, I mean, I won't be able to <laughs> see it in person. I am so gutted I won't be at World Pride this year. Uh, the plan was to, but life had other plans. <laughs> I'm saying the word plan too much. Um, <laughs> but the new plan is, uh, and I'm gutted, but I'm also should not be so selfish. You know, sugar babes, 
the iconic British trio. Of, of course, yeah. You're really young too, don't you? Is I mean, like, I know, I know their big songs. Okay. Like, I probably wasn't around when they were like... I know. See, okay. this is the problem with having young ones on the pod, everyone. I feel so much older. <laughs> but I love Sugar Babes so much. And Andy from Pop Chops, anytime he comes on, we talk about how much we love Sugar Babes. He's going to be there for their show in Sydney on the Thursday night of uh, Mardi Gras weekend. Yeah. They're coming to Melbourne the next night and I'm going to go to that show. And then it was just announced today, they're going back up to Sydney the very next day to perform at Mardi Gras party. Yeah, because I'm I'm in that same party. You are, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot believe, if you meet the sugar babes before me, I, I'm going to be furious. <laughs> I hope I do. And I'll, I'll, I'll just be so oblivious. I'll just be like, <laughs> hi, I'm Cerulean, what's your name? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Imagine you walking up to the Mutia Buena and being like, I don't know who you <laughs> Wow. I'm just saying do your research, okay? Yeah. And there were different errors, okay? So there's like lineup <laughs> changes and, you know, you just have to know. Uh, <laughs> I um, am so happy. I'm glad that I uh, uh, reached out and asked if you would jo- join me on the pod last week before the episode aired. I was totally, like, unprepared for the amount of shit that was going to happen since the episode aired. Um, before we get into it, what are you making of this season so far? Because apparently it's causing a lot of opinions oh um i'm not sure about how i feel about this season yet like it's it's kind of like i find myself like waiting a few days to watch the episodes so it's mm, it's not really like not a i must in in the same way as the last few seasons have yeah and um yeah i don't know i feel like if, even the thing with like spice and sugar and mm. their lip sync together it was. It kind of weirdly felt forced in a way, <laughs> and it was just. I don't know. It was just. It just. It just seems. And and of course, they're forty minutes long. Yeah, exactly. And it just feels like they're just rushing through everything. <sighs> it it every single fan feels this way. It really does feel like. And I've said this the past few weeks. I'll say it again. This isn't how TV is supposed to work. They made a show with the intention of it being an hour of content. It got cut down, so it's going to feel cut down. Yeah, and I feel like. Um, do you know why it got cut down? I mean, obviously they changed yes. to NB- MTV and I'm like, maybe it's broadcast on like an MTV channel, which is why it had to be like that. Well, or- have you heard of this phenomenon <laughs> uh, sweeping uh, gay Twitter? And by that, I mean, everyone's making fun of it. Um, this new show called The Real Friends of WeHo. I've heard the name. (laughs) Wow, we have that to thank. No, we have MTV to thank because they decided to capitalise their new show, which is basically The Real Housewives for gay people, um, uh, by cutting down the Drag Race runtime and putting it in between Drag Race and Untucked. So the reason that they lose half an hour in the US of Drag Race is because we, we get to watch real... Friends who are not real friends. <laughs> they are not friends. Um, and that includes Todrick Hall, unpro- oh, unproblematic king. Um, <laughs> oh my God, Todrick Hall. Brad Goreski from Canada's Drag Race, who f- lives in LA apparently. Um, the husband of the hot guy from Mean Girls and some other people. Um, I have not seen it, but some people have said, oh, it's not as bad as like everyone's making it out to be. I'm like, bitch. We don't need to see a bunch of queers do fake reality television. Like, it's not great for the community, let's be honest. Drag yeah. Race is already doing some bad enough shit. They're, they're, they're doing enough. 
Um, yeah. Are you I'm a housewives person? No, I'm not a housewives person. And I have like friends that watch and rewatch it <laughs> over and over again. And I'm like, is one of them to kill a mockingbird? <laughs> no, but that makes sense if she does. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know how, like, um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should just give it a try, but I, I also don't want it to take over my life. Oh, considering there's like 500 seasons, I, I really don't know how people can start. It's the same for me with Eurovision. Like, I know there are so many Eurovision gays and God bless them. But like, how do you know the song and the artist from a certain country from a certain year, every single year for like the past 20 years? That's a lot. Like, I I feel like I know a few. Sometimes when Eurovision comes around, like I just click through them on Mm. YouTube and like, like see what's I'd happening. select like one or two that like, oh, this is cool. Mm. So I'd like add it to a Spotify playlist. And then that just kind of is in a weird rotation. And then I, get, I kind of get to know a particular yeah. song. But then I kind of forget that it's Eurovision. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like another song. Well, do you know, I actually had a friend who heard me. Uh, I had a, a, like on my playlist a song that I loved because I can't even remember where I heard it. And he goes, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This this is... Uh, um." Can't even remember the artist's name. How hilarious is that? Um, it was called Siren Song, and I loved the artist Maruf. Uh, yes, my, yes, yes. I do and she song. did another song with someone else called Drunk Groove. So those are two songs I love, and they were both on a playlist. And he was like, "So Siren Song was a song she was going to do at Eurovision, but then she like dropped out, or she was like disqualified, or something." And I was like, "I just like the song." Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a camp song. I, I, saw, I love yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, um, so another drag artist, um, Kiki Mindekrutch, who did, like, an amazing <gasps> fire number. <gasps> really? Um, yeah, to, with the siren song. And after she came off stage, I was like, what song is that? Tell me right now. Oh, that's amazing. So okay, see, people, this is what you get if you go out and experience local drag. And it sounds yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was really camp because I was just, like, starting to find myself and my brand and, I like, what I do. And of incorporate that to things i love that um, but also keeping it like fun and creative and not really limiting myself in that way either yeah i the vibe i get from you is just a lot like just very colorful and yeah. just it's just it's just an instant warm feeling and i know some drag queens love to hop out on stage and look fierce hunty diva with their human unit that's 40 inches and mm-hmm. uh just have the most beat glorious face that like basically Courtney act. Um, but like, I, I just like creativity and I like art and I like how you can just incorporate that in so many different ways. And we saw a lot of that at the uh, queer exhibit at NGV last year, like that, yeah. that kind of stuff in, uh, in queer history. It's just, there are so many awesome artists out there in the Melbourne scene. I'm almost certain wherever people are listening, there's awesome drag artists out there too. Yeah, they are. All over. They are. Like an, an amazing, like a lot of like grassroots, like underground kind of artists that like, I guess their sense of drag is, is very different. Like, do you recall, did you ever go to the 86 when it was hosting Honcho Disco? Like probably like way pre, pre-COVID. Oh man, I think I did once or twice. Yes. So that was kind of like a, a cool avenue for like a lot of, like really wacky, weird yeah. drag. And I, I don't I don't see a lot of that around anymore. And I know a few people that really want 
that mm. and it's and it's like it's this weird queer art form that's like doesn't really have a lot of places nowadays to emerge especially like post-covid yeah exactly um, so yeah i don't know i kind of really want to see that again and i'm wondering what i can do in the community to kind of make some of that happen oh well i'm like so keen to see it and yeah. speaking of honcho disco did you see who they which drag race girl is coming out to headline yes crystal but method yes <laughs> yes i'm actually i'm actually hosting uh, um the chill out festival gig with crystal so how did i not know this because <laughs> there's so many shows like she's doing like a whole tour with honcho disco so like so i'm like hosting just one of the nights mm. that um happens to be at chill out festival mm. um in march next Next, I was gonna say next year. Oh, um, girl, it still oh feels God. like <laughs> it still feels like 2022. Um, yeah, I believe it's like the 10th of March or something. I don't know it's on that weekend. I've never been to Chill Out Festival, neither have I. Really, yeah, but I really want to go out. Like, I haven't really been to any like regional festivals. I am performing on one of the days, so like, I'll get into drag, do performance, say hi to people, blah blah, blah get out of drag, and then just spend the rest just of the weekend. Here. Yeah, being camp in Kuya, so... Oh, damn it. Well, if you want a plus one, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, is it okay if we talk about the this season, Cerulean? I, I'm really struggling, as you said, because of these short episodes. It's, like, harder to, like, want to get to know these queens because you're just not getting the chance. Yeah, and I, I feel like I would get the chance if I watched Untucked. So I might do that. And it might make up for, like, a bit of that lost time as well. Uh, you'd I think. <laughs> yeah. But it's probably just a lot of, like, arguing and drama and stuff like that. There's no arguing. but There's uh, no arguing. Okay, Not really. Um, I will say there was a little bit of confrontation the week before this week. Can we talk about it? Freaking... For those of you who aren't across all the stuff on social media, I barely am too. It, randomly, it'll come across my Twitter feed and I'd be like, oh, I don't go out of my way to follow this shit. Like, I don't have Reddit. Like, that would yeah. probably ruin my life no, <laughs> mentally. Oh my God. I, I, <laughs> I, I got rid of Reddit, like, good a year ago. We should I mean, all get rid of Twitter too, but... <laughs> oh, no, Twitter is my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But um, I saw that Mistress Isabel Brooks... After she had that little moment with Marsha, Marsha, Marsha in Untucked where she said, girl, I don't think you're a second place uh, just because uh, that outfit looks pretty damn cheap and you weren't as funny. So, by the way, do you know how, why Why are they like obsessed with like who came in second and third this season? Yeah, I feel like, I mean, well, I feel like everybody can kind of, I mean, I don't know. I feel like there's, there is a bit of a, a rank like I, I feel, I feel like I used to do that just internally in my mind. <laughs> like I'm, gl I'm glad like, they're like vocalizing it, and then yeah. they they kind of understand like the criteria a little bit better. And it seems like, yeah, like even with like the Marsha Marsha thing, like she, I think she did a great snatch game. Fantastic, um, Tim Gunn was very good. Yeah, but the outfit was just like, yeah, <laughs> it was so bad. It was boring. So it was it was bad. So like. It just kind of equated out. Like, obviously, you get more marks mm. for um, the maxi challenge. Oh, well, do they even... They don't even have many challenges. Actually, no, they had... Do they have many challenges? Well, they had the reading challenge this week. They had the week. reading challenge this week. That was, like... The uh, quickest one we've ever seen. <laughs> the everyone, most everyone, queens. Everyone, everyone did, like, one read each. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it was, was like literally highlights. the most queens we've ever had in a reading challenge <laughs> at, like, 13. <laughs> 
and like four minutes of content. Fucking hilarious. But um, uh, the drama that really pissed me off was that Mistress Isabel Brooks had her Instagram account suspended for the second time in like a matter of weeks. And it's just coincidental that it happened right after she came for Marsha. She didn't even come for her. She just said, your outfit's pretty cheap. And RuPaul even said, girl, drag it up. Yeah. That's Marsha's thing. She's not... She's yeah, on, she's... Oh, God, how, how do I put this politely? She's would have been great on season two. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of like... Marsha gives me those, like, musical... Like, just very musical theatre vibes. Yeah. That, like... It's still just, drag. Yeah, it's still drag. It's like, you know, put on a little bit of makeup, put on a wig... I love how you're like a little bit of makeup. I mean, I mean, like bit. I don't know. It's it's like she doesn't have Chapstick, amazing mascara. drag makeup. Like it's 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 like it's cute, you know. Um, it is, it is, but like uh, it's it's, um, not, it's not exciting. You know, it's, it's, not, it's not the type of drag that like you know. As it's like if you're just gonna dress up in a feminine way and look like a woman and blah 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 and all of that stuff. I'm like, a lot of the times that's not exactly really exciting. To me, yeah, personally. like even uh, to use her as, as an example again, Courtney Act is like she just gives you straight up woman, womana. Like you walk her p- past her on the street and you're like, that's just a woman, yeah. <laughs> but on Drag Race, she actually turned some runways, like yeah. she actually was like, oh, I gotta put in some effort here. And and she has like, I think she has an amazing personality, mm. um, Courtney. I think that she, uh, she's she's funny, she's camp, yeah, she's everything in between, um. Yeah, I don't, I, I've kind of like, I'm not sure if I saw, I've seen that out of Marsha yet. Obviously, it's a TV show. No, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. But yeah. um, it's just, it's, diff- it's, I don't think anyone wants to like pinpoint that it's because of Marsha's fans are like, you know, going and, re- and reporting her account. It's just a little too coincidental. And it's obviously not the first time we've had this issue with the fandom being so. Mm. And yeah, that's, I've talked about it a lot on this podcast. We're coming up on like two years in April or something like that. The fandom have been like the reason why I've wanted to stop doing this podcast for like a few times, because I don't want to be associated with people who do this to these incredible artists. Yeah. Like the, the fan bases are like savage. They're really like, but why? And, and there's, and like, I think a lot of people don't understand that it's like obviously a TV show. Everything's yes. high. And even what Mistress was saying like wasn't untrue. Exactly. <laughs> which is hilarious. And suddenly um, drag queens reading each other is I just yeah. deserves I, threats. Like it's just I it uh, I feel like it's it's like it's kind of that like white twink kind of community. Like it, it looks is. so like so innocent and so like um like the victims of all these situations yes i feel like um is is a similar situation to what happened with the vixen yep um agreed yeah so i feel like there is definitely a lot like to change about the community (laughs) um well i mean i was thinking about it earlier i'll be honest and I don't know how to say this the <laughs> the right way. That sound already off the bat, bad way to start that. Yeah. <laughs> um, makes me sound like I'm just going <laughs> to really do some awful shit right now. I'm not. I'm just, I'm trying to s- phrase this in a way that won't um, cause any misunderstanding. Um, so I recently watched um, the documentary, The Final Quarter, about Adam Goods, the AFL yeah. player. 
it took me years to watch that because I knew how it would make me feel. Yeah. Just straight up anger and just... <laughs> and the first minute I was already there because it opened up with the frame of Sam Newman, the most vile racist piece of shit on television, being a vile <laughs> racist piece of shit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, here we fucking go. But I had to watch it. And I got to say, I implore everyone to because it is a brilliant little 70-minute example of how systemic racism is in society and i'm saying this as a white person white people do better bitch because you need to be able to recognize what's happening around you even if it makes you feel uncomfortable because i've noticed non-stop people are more offended at the accusation of doing racist things than actual racism. And that is what I think is happening within the queer community, especially the white, young, male, queer boy community, is that twink community. (laughs) Thank you. I didn't want to say it, but it's not a slur. Um, Unfortunately, racism is systemic in that it is everywhere. I think it just really pisses me off that it's as ever-present in already marginalized communities like you should know better yeah yeah it's 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 kind of like that um intersectionality of it all like i guess like Mm. and yeah i guess as being a minority within a minority within a minority right exactly yes it's kind of yeah it's 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 like yeah it's pretty hard and it's like when um when like the different sides start to like feed into each other, like, you know, being mm. a part of a pop community and like some of the queerness may not be like, you know, accepted and being in the queer community and the puckness isn't accepted. And it's like, right. It's like this weird, like the ground that you have, have to Have you like, had navigate. like many experiences where you've actually noticed that like when it's happening? Yeah. Yeah. I, I have, I can't put a pinpoint like exact moments, yeah, but, you, but like you it's, know the feeling. it's something that I've noticed and that I've seen. Um, I do think that we're kind of getting a little bit better, uh, especially after COVID, when everyone kind of sat around at home and had nothing better to do but just mm. be exposed to a lot of a lot of that stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's also scary that these people are growing older, like the generation that grew up now with social media being the norm, and thinking that they can just get away with being anonymous trolls. Like those people yeah. are continu- are growing older, still doing it. And the people younger than them are also doing it. So yeah, I don't understand that troll culture. Neither. Um, I really don't. Like, like, what's the what's the aim? I know it. It, like, it is. <laughs> it's. It's honestly. It perplexes me, and that's what it got me. So, uh, the reason I started thinking about it so much today was because if you don't follow us on Instagram, this is a stupid, uh, inappropriate time for a plug. But follow not another drag race pod on Instagram. <laughs> Um, because uh, we, I posted about it and my thoughts were right there. Aura Mayari was sent horrific racial abuse. Um, why? Because the show this week made some storyline up about how Spice thinks she should have gone home instead of Sugar. And I got to tell you, girl, I watched that scene again today earlier. Yeah. That was the most editing I've ever seen. Like they, I'm sorry, I think they clearly edited together that entire thing. Yeah. Because Spice said, I'm not going to say a name, but there are some people here who just shouldn't be here over her. And um, I think it was Mistress who was like, no, go say the name, say the name. 
And then she didn't. And then they chopped in a confessional of Aura being like, what? I know she didn't, she's not talking about me. She could have said that about anything. Yeah. And they just edited it <laughs> together. And then the next day they brought it up again at the table and right before Spice brought it up, in comes Rue. Yeah. So I'm like, is this it's, actually it's, happening? It's, it's like, it's it's a plot, like, yeah. Is it that fake? Is very, is it, I feel like, yeah. Is it a fake storyline that they're just trying to do or is it real? That was very interesting. Like... See, it, it pays to be a conspiracy theorist sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is very true. Like, it's it's so handcrafted. Mm. Like, surely they're not talking about that. And then once it gets to that point, they're like, dude, here comes Rue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, why was Rue given... Was Rue seriously told to stand at the door and wait until that moment came so we could interrupt them? No, I don't think that happened at all. I really do think it is a storyline that's happening that... Was, is being created out of nothing. And as a result, Aura is having to suffer abuse online. Yeah, why do you think it is... It just does always seem to be targeted towards um, BIPOC queens. Yeah. And I, 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 I just... I don't understand. I don't understand how... Well, actually, <laughs> what I said earlier, I guess, is in the way we can't explain it, is that racism is systemic. And white twinks may you know, be a marginalised community, but that doesn't mean they're also not contributing to a racist system. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like, um, like, like I don't think Aurelia, Aurelia, Aurelia? Aura. Aura. <laughs> Girl, I, I'm, 16 I'm queens. I'm like I watch all of these. No, yeah. <laughs> exactly, 16 queens this season. There's a lot of names. Yeah, there's so <laughs> many. I, I can't even, yeah. Um, so Aura, like, I, I don't think that, sh- like, she's doing the best on the competition. No. Nah. Like, she's, she's not. Um, I still like her. Yeah, I I, I, I don't mind her. Um, yeah, and I feel like I don't know. I feel like a lot of it is is coming from the community, and I don't like I don't get how you could like hate something so much like from the TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, and and like because I, I haven't seen anything online about this about right. aura. Um, so it was like, was it blatant racism or was it like, obviously? Oh like, girl, it was, um, like shut up, eat your noodles, do math. Like, why oh, are you wow. even here? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. That vibe. Okay. Yeah. That was the vibe. So what I want to know is, uh, if people are aware that this is a TV show or not. That is the question I'm basically going to put out into the universe. Are you people smart enough to understand that we're getting now a 40-minute version of an 18-hour filming (laughs) schedule? Um, And there's more to this uh, than what editors at some basement studio in Hollywood want you to think and feel. That's really all I want to say because we've spent so much time talking about this already. Girl... Tell me your thoughts on the reading challenge. Is there literally anyone who makes you... Well, anyone you remember? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, uh, um, like... Lucy, Lucy pretty, like, Lu- solid comedy queen. Like, Lucy, like, the the last read that she did, uh, I forget what it was. Oh, I think I wrote it down. I think it was... um. Miss, uh, for Mistress, when she said, like, um, don't, don't, no one should read you for those kitten heels when they started off as stilettos. Yeah, I thought that was the best read. That was, prob- that was pretty fucking good. <laughs> that was my favourite. I was like, 
Yeah, <laughs> you win. You definitely win there. Oh, God. And that's the kind of reading I love to see. That's why <laughs> I love roast challenges the most. And um, I got it. Sorry, I hate to be that person. I do this a lot. And people, I've had people actually say to me, it doesn't matter. I disagree. Um, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Amethyst made a, uh, I think she read Spice. And she said, um, the only person to make me wonder if there's a volume lower than mute. That has been done before somewhere. Like a, an actual comedian has made that joke. Yeah, I feel like it I've has been it. done. And and even if it was made, I don't think it's that funny. <laughs> <laughs> She's a TikTok queen though, girl. Who, don't you follow her? Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I'm like I don't I don't think I follow I follow a few drag artists on TikTok, but none of them that like are on like No on the show. Not, not, follow, not even Sugar and Spice. No, I I blocked them. Oh my god. <laughs> you like I like last year before I, I saw them come across a few too many times and I was like they're going to be on Drag Race next year. Yeah. And I just blocked them. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't want to I didn't want any part of it. The only drag queens I think I follow on TikTok are Betty Rose. We stand. Yeah, we love Betty. We love Betty. Shout out Betty. You know you're listening. Um, I'm trying to think actually <laughs> who else. Well, Trixie, obviously, because she actually delivers decent content. She like just yesterday posted a tour of her Swedish hotel. In oh, a, really? In a, in I don't a think Swedish I accent. I do love Trixie. Oh, so funny. I, I, I Also, Bob. Oh, Bob is Bob great. It's probably my favorite. It's oh, so dumb. Bob is so good on TikTok. Bob Bob was made for TikTok. That's Bob for was sure. made for TikTok. And sibling rivalry. I follow that uh, account on yeah. TikTok as well. And yeah, I feel like they talk about Bob's TikTok on sibling rivalry a lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> and Bob I think owns that's it. that's funny, yeah. Um, did you see the they're doing sibling watchery for this season? And um did you see when Bob said, Do you know who doesn't like sugar? Diabetti. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Play the world. No, I I love Bob. Like Bob, Bob is probably like my favorite. Like personal. Like even even if Bob wasn't even a drag queen. Yes. If Bob was just Bob, Bob would still be one of my favorites. Absolutely. God love him. I love him so much. Um, what's great about this challenge? I was telling you this earlier. Design challenges are great because most of the episode they're just designing shit, and I not a lot it. goes on that we need to talk about on the pod. So <laughs> I, I will say though, I, I did go through a phase at the end of last year when I was obsessed with um, project runway. Really? Yeah. Cause it's kind of like, it's who called, hosts that now? Um, uh, is oh it a, a Hadid or whatever what her name is? No, I feel like the last season I watched was 19. It was still the same. Heidi Klum. Yeah. It was still Heidi Klum. Oh, okay. Interesting. But I, I love it because it's like, it's almost like, it's like a drag race. Um, what do you what do you call this challenge? I don't even know. It was like a house of judges challenge. It's like a really, sewing. yeah, it's yeah. Like, because kind of um, like they had to, they had three different uh, drag houses, and oh, this is what I also love. Talk about edit. They just straight up were like, so we were randomly assigned into groups. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Because they, they have no time for that. They really don't. They're literally just like, there could be a storyline if we put these two together. So let's put these two together. God, I'm yes. just, I love that. Oh, that shit's so funny. Um, so the, we had the house of Cressley, which was uh, some, like, for some reason, like, westerny uh, plaid. Uh, not, not, I was going to say pedestrian. What's, no, horse stuff. Um, um, 
horse. <laughs> it's, no, it's it's equestrian. That's that's why I was thinking pedestrian because oh, they sound similar. Well, yeah. Don't don't hate me, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've had a long day. Um, uh, equestrian kind of things, like a lot of plaid and a bit of like you know animal stuff going on, but not animal print because that was House of Visage, which yes. was very Jersey, and um, House of Ross Matthews, uh, the hilarious Ross Matthews, <laughs> was uh, Palm Springs. Like, so very Trixie Motel. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I, very I, dumb top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, imagine Ross Matthews as a dumb top. Seriously, everyone, I want you to imagine that right now. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I just lost so many subscribers. Um, we're no longer going to be in the top 20 most shared. <laughs> Top 20%, sorry, top 20%. Um, now, which of these would you have preferred if you had to literally make your own outfit out of any of these houses, Cerulean, which would you have liked? What materials? Ooh, definitely the Visage. Same. Like plaid, that whole vibe, no. Um, I do like a bit of plaid, but it's just tough to make it, like, interesting. Yeah, I mean, like, like yeah. Like, I mean, I, I feel like when it comes to plaid, it's like people are left with, like schoolgirl, and like <laughs> that's just like like the most basic thing. Like I kind of it hate, is. I kind of hate that um that group chose to go with like that kind of vibe with skirts and stuff because I feel like it's just so kind of just basic. It like, is obviously they had their own spins on it on the yeah. outfits and everything, but I'm just like like plaid. Like you could have done anything in the world, and yeah, really. Um, and like had a different theme that would have like brought and elevated everything. Yeah. Um, but the animal prints were great. But like I, you could do so much with them. I definitely do the animal prints though. Yeah, because like I just don't think you can go wrong with an animal print. <laughs> you really can't. It's it's just it makes it's, it's nature's skin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Peter is gonna be pissed at you. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, don't come for Cerulean. If you if I catch you in her DMs abusing her like a fucking drag race fan, I'm gonna come for you, okay? Uh now, do you know who Peter are? No. Oh, that's why you're like, what? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's pe- uh, people for the ethical treatment of animals. Oh, uh, I thought you were talking about a person. Oh my god. I this is like, literally a fa- is Peter. <laughs> this is literally a family guy joke. Yeah, I know. I thought you were talking about oh Family my Guy. God. I watch family Guy. <laughs> They did a whole joke where they were like talking about Peter, but Peter thought he was. They were talking about him, and it was just back and forth. Oh my god, that's hysterical! <laughs> that's not even an age thing. That's just. <laughs> I feel like like I feel like I'm on Twitter a lot, and like sometimes even TikTok. I feel like Family Guy is just big at the moment. Is it just as as a meme? Yeah, oh, it's having a moment. Okay. I feel like it is. Like All like right. the whole Lois voice is is like having a resurgence. Okay, I'm um, down. Yeah, I feel like it's it's just a thing. I actually did see a Family Guy meme today of Lois. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, so weird. Like you know that like even like like on TikTok like there's sounds like Peter the horse is here. Oh and, like, yes, I've seen there's, yes. There's, there's, it's like in the last like couple of months, there's been a lot of Family Guy. Okay, well, okay, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Animal print, I think, is such a statement. Like you could really make an entire look around just a print. And yeah. they're so good like that. So I was not surprised that they were my favorites. But girl, do you want to go through them? 
Yeah, let's go through them. Because it's time for a little game, everyone. If you're new to the podcast, we have a little game. We have a little game. I'm going to keep that in, by the way. We have a little game to show everyone I'm not perfect. We have a game on this podcast called... I'll keep that in too. <laughs> oh my God, my vape lung. Your Love vape it. lung. Uh, we have a game on the podcast called Nyas or Pass. If you love a look, you give it a Nyas. And didn't mean to sound like a horse just then. Well, yes. the horse is here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you don't like a look, you give it a pass. First up, House of Visage. We have Mistress Isabel Brooks. Um, now look. It World is. is it oh. is. Look, I don't really know. Oh God. The corsetry is corseting. You know what yeah. I mean? Like she obviously made the pattern over the top, little pen- pencil skirt and a cape from black fabric. Yeah. And a, and a purse, like a, like a, um, when you know, a businesswoman kind of yeah. laptop bag. Um, I, I personally like it. I did like it, but I'm just scared that on other seasons it would be one of those comments where the judges would be like, all you did was take a corset and just stick a pattern to it and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's, it's also like, I mean, no, it's different because if you're going to make a corset, that's its own skill. If you're going to stick something on a corset, that's different. Okay. In my opinion. Well, do you give it a nyas or a pass? I give it a nyas. I will give it a nyas as well. Like, like a light nyas. Like, <laughs> it's, it's not it's not like innovative in any sort of form. No, it's not. <laughs> but no. like for a design challenge, she, yeah. she did what she did. Exactly. It's, she it does it well. the job. She designed it. And also her makeup. Mm. Like, I just think always she's stunning i I think she's a front runner i think she's gonna be there at the end i i agree i think she will be um now next was aura mayari i had i was really struggling with this one because it really did seem i i don't know the skirt did look like it was um like amazonian jungly because it was like animal print (laughs) (laughs) no but because it wasn't a full skirt it was like cut down the side so it looked like a front and a back i love i love that idea (laughs) (laughs) i just i feel like i feel like the skirt like i feel like it could have been more thin like i feel like it was too wide if you're gonna do the front right like cut it in a little bit more cleopatra kind of yeah and and i feel like the cape as well just Mm. stopped at a really weird place i i would have loved if the cape like grace the ground. Yes, her. it was a very. You're very right. Yeah, I didn't even notice the cape to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like hanging off her neck. Look like she's choking her. Um. Yeah. Look. Oh God, I really don't know about this one. It's a pass. Is it Nyasin? Pass. Pass. Yeah. Pass. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pass it. Yeah. No. I gotta remember my rule. If I can't give a reason to Nyas it, then it's a pass. Yeah. I, let's just be honest here. Um. Speaking of passes, amethyst. <laughs> <laughs> now she did struggle the most she did get the most help um she was getting asked all these questions like what do you see style wise and she's like i don't know <laughs> yeah do you think that came across <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah there's like i don't know i just feel like like as as like a minimal kind of vibe as it is it does look like a lot yeah like, I think the textiles like like the like the fur the gray fur yeah. mixed with like the color of the dress is just the a gray no. yeah the gray fur I was like very confused by and even like the leopard print is also just doesn't go with anything else it's just it's just a whole mess for me yeah I think she was like oh shit I need animal print <laughs> yeah that's, 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah it's a pass for me 
Yeah, it's a pass, straight up. And by the way, everyone listening, when we pass looks, we're not asking you to like this. That is not the equivalent of going and DMing them death threats and telling them to quit drag and making racial threats. Okay, <laughs> we're literally reacting to a TV show. Yeah, idiots. Um, Spice was next. I hated this. Oh, really? I thought this was the this was the the least amount of effort done. <laughs> the least amount of effort. I, I agree. It is. It's a two least, piece. Yeah. I, I, I kind of, I like it as a look because like, I feel like the hair, which probably isn't part of the challenge. No, <laughs> she didn't make the like, hair. Ele- <laughs> elevates it all in mm. a way that's kind of cool. So like. Uh, it, I do love the hair. I just hate the look so much. It's a pass. I, I'm, I'm going to. Hmm. As a complete look, I'm gonna give it a yes. I know, wow. I know, it's, I know, it's literally like two strips of literally, <laughs> but it's a yes. It's a yes for me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Is that crickets? It is. <laughs> what kind of crickets are they? <laughs> it's just awkward when I disagree with my guests. <laughs> um, next up was the winner of this week's challenge. Spoiler alert: Lux New Isle, London. Because yes. Bitch. Yes. Well, yeah. Oh, my God. This was so good. This is gorgeous. And, like, I feel like I haven't really seen anything much like it. Like, even yes. from, like, my reference and I'm going back in my brain and I'm, like, and the way that it flows, like, the, the pants. I'm just, like, this is a look. This is yeah, this is literally this is what a fashion. look. This is fashion. This is, ah, God, I'm such a hypocrite. I always say don't compare queens, even though last week we were like, Mistress is very much like Eureka. They're pretty much the same person. Um, <laughs> except I like Mistress. Um, but <laughs> this look is something that you would see in a design challenge from like Jada Essence Hall, I feel like. Like with the I, head I can, wrap. I can, I can see the silhouette. Yeah, the silhouette it is, is very Jada. And yeah. I... I, that's probably why I loved it so much because Jade is literally like one of my top stands. If Jade I go to, is, I love Jade. If so I go much. to DragCon this year, Cerulean, I'm not kidding you. She's she's going. I would probably need to see her first thing on the first day. Yeah, and line up first and get it out of the way because I'll be like shaking with fear. All <laughs> like I don't want to make gonna say to her. Um, it's, I do. Oh God, I love her so much. But get, to make those pants and the drapery, it just ah. It's just yeah, it just is all around amazing, it's and like the, and I, and I, I feel like like I don't want to discredit her at all, but like she did <laughs> she did have like a pant pattern of like pants that she liked, and then she right. just, she kind of made that, which is like which is totally fine. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, and I feel like it just all works together. I feel like this yeah, this is a definite like nyas in all caps. Oh, and all caps. All caps. That's how we do. Now, the next house was uh, the House of Cressley, which was very plaid and um, <laughs> equestrian, not pedestrian. <laughs> Although it is very pedestrian. It is very <laughs> Robin Fierce, who I keep forgetting about. Um, <laughs> what what did you make of the plaid shoulder moment? Just a... Just a um, <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. Like, yeah, like... I don't know. Like, I, I see how it, like, balances things out. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I, like, 
I don't know either. Mm. I uh, again, my rule. I can't give it a. a, a I can't find a reason to nyas it, so I'm getting it's a pass. Yeah, it's a pass for me as well. Sorry, uh, Robin, and I'm sorry that I keep forgetting you, but 16 queens, come on. Um, <laughs> Jax was next. God, she's small. Um, controversial. Slay the world. Controversial, because online people were being like, she should have like uh, added more body or a corset. Um, I think the judges even said that maybe, like course, maybe getting a little cinched would uh, tie it in a little more. But honestly, I don't hate it. You know what? I don't not only not hate it, I kind of like it. I I I I love it. I I I I do really like it. I feel like everything's working. Even even like the mullet hair, the mullet like hair stylized. I love. Stylized, like I um and like I, the I, little shower curtain rings. How they're all placed yeah. like that. I feel like it's 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 very creative. Um, it is creative, eye. and she's doing the whole croquet thing. She she has like a point of view. She has a character in her mind. She knows who she is, and she's running down the runway. I don't understand why she was in the bottom. Yeah, honestly, I like the look. And like I said earlier, I love I do like plaid. And I think she did a great job designing this. So yeah, I honestly I don't know why she was in the bottom Yeah, either. Even like the shoe, like how the mixture of plaids and stuff. Like mm. I just I feel like, yeah, I think it's it's just a great look putting together. Mm. Um yeah. Odd. It's a it's a it's a nyas. It's a nyas for me too. Good on you, Jax. Now Anitra is walking that fucking duck. Uh Although, is she? Because it looks like half a skirt and she was very proud. She said in Untucked, by the way, um, I don't understand why I'm not in the top. She, she was pretty disappointed in being safe. Um, yeah, I... I don't think it's enough. I, I think it needs, it needs some other element, like something... Like, I feel like even with, like, a drape or something that kind of went out the back and, like, I just feel like it was... It was just not enough. It wasn't enough for me either. Like no. it literally was. Like, half I like. A I skirt. like. I like the top part. Yeah, that's cool. cool. The little side skirt is cool. But like, if she had something else that was just like either draping behind her or some other element on the on the bottom, so it's not just like a panty with some yeah. random, random fabric hanging on the side. You know what I actually would have loved if it were an actual like floor length skirt. Yeah, you know? like I. I feel like there's just like. Yeah, there's stuff missing from that. Because you could really, like, and also, make also, it work. And also, I kind of hate that she's wearing black shoes. <laughs> like Black shoe gate. <laughs> I mean, like, it's it's like, a lot of times it's safe. But in this, in this case, like, there's, like, no other black, <laughs> like, on her. It's, like, it's very brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't, like, and you don't mix black with brown. I, I don't believe you should. I mean, unless it's a black and brown look, and that's the thing. <laughs> they should make that um, like an actual runway, black and brown. <laughs> like, they should do your fucking best. Is it a yas or a pass? Um, wait, who are you talking about again? <laughs> Anitra. <laughs> so true. I I'm gonna give it a pass. Um, I I don't understand why she was like I should be in the top. Girl. Yeah, no, like, no, it's a pass for me. Yeah. I really didn't think so. Safe. It's, it's so weird because when you say pass, like. In oh, my like mind, it's possible. In, yeah, <laughs> in, in my mind, every time you say pass, I'm like, oh, you say like yeah. In my mind, it's like I'm thinking you're saying yes. We've had like, that like, issue like, before, like, like pass and then not pass. Like you're passing a test. Yeah, no, exactly. We've had that issue before, but like uh, this system was created in our very first episode by Lola Blades, um, who, well, better known now as Rusty Blades. So I feel like if we change it, it's like spitting in her legacy. <laughs> 
That's okay. That's good in her legacy. <laughs> R.I.P. Lola Blades. Um, Selena S. Titties, who oh. um, Lola actually referred to as uh, Selena S. Titties. Uh, <laughs> I love Selena S. It's just like, it's just one of those queens that I like, I just like can't help but enjoy myself every time she's on screen. Okay, we disagree there, but <laughs> I love her. Like, and even yeah, with this look, I also like this look. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> I I like like I, I feel like the, the coat is very creative. I I, How I feel is like creative Look at it. It's swallowing her whole. It looks like a sleeping bag. Like, this is what Utica made in that season 13. Look, I said what I said, okay? <laughs> I feel like this is so inventive. And then turning um, it into a cape. But then I agree with what the judges said. It was too much. Like, how many things are happening here? Yeah. I like. I also don't think it's too much either. <laughs> oh I'm not going to lie. Like, I feel like, I feel like the only, like... Right, but like the only thing that I think sh- I could have been done better with her, I think, is the fitting of the clothes. I, th- right. I think, I think if like the shirt, if the skirt was like very tight fitting, if it was very like, like it was better made, like mm-hmm. on a technical level, I feel like design and wise, <laughs> I love it. I'm not gonna lie, I like it. No, you don't have to justify yourself to me. <laughs> yeah, well. That, oh, well, I'm justifying it to the audience of why I like this. Okay. Because okay. I do. Okay. <laughs> That's totally fine. Uh, we live in a free society. <laughs> um, it's a, so it's a Nyas from Cerulean and it's it is a, a, it's a pass from me. Sorry, Selena. Um, pass the test, Selena. Boxy queen. Um, listen, next we have, because we're getting to the house of Matthews. So it's a very Palm Springs vibe. We have Sasha Colby, the legend herself. How good is this? That's amazing like i yes this look is a yes 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 i mean it's the fact that she i noticed this last uh when i was watching it for the first time the sleeves and the cape are one that cape moves yeah because it's sewn into the sleeves the full length sleeves i didn't oh i didn't notice that. how cool is that that just makes it work so much better. Like it's so much. That's how you turn a swimsuit into way more than just a swimsuit, bitch. Yeah, like I, I feel like it's everything from like the colors. I think mm. that like even if it was just like the the cape of like the curtain, it would have been like whatever. But since she like lined it with that pink, mm. yes, yeah, that, exactly. Like, pardon me. That perfectly like um, complemented the green of like. I just think it's just fashion even even yes. like even the little like curtain thingies that were going on that that were like hanging with like they were kind of bluish i think that that even added to it i feel mm. like as a whole look like this is very fashion like it, like uh, some people say like it may look a bit basic no it's, it's but fashion it's not, maybe it's not basic it's i love it sasha colby gets a huge nice nice yes uh do you also give a nice to lucy to luca who looks like this looks like very Brady. <laughs> like, do you know the Brady Bunch? Um, I've heard of them. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I've got a bunch of. All right, if I ever want to feel old, I'll just have Cerulean back on the pod. Um, yes. That's what we've learned today. <laughs> um, look, I don't hate it. I really don't. I think people might be reading it because it's like it looks like a sixties pantsuit. But what's wrong with that? Yeah, like, 
I didn't like it. Like, <laughs> like, like. Actually, you know, you know what? I feel like I feel like she did what she could do with the textiles, and they're like, I like with the with the um with the fabrics, the patterns. I feel like they are working mm. together. Like, I I feel like I feel like she made a good choice um, of fabrics and and stuff that kind of went together. I'm I'm just not. I just like I just think I just think she's another one where like her drag doesn't excite me. That's fine. Oh yeah, that's totally fine. Yeah, when cast of sixteen queens, they're all they're not all going to excite you. Exactly. Yeah. So like this was just like a like whatever. It's gonna like, I'm gonna give it a nyas because like mm. she did what she, she could did the job. with the ugly palette that they all <laughs> had to like. Honestly, I would hate it to be in that group. And like so like I I commend everybody that is following. Yeah, exactly. For like doing what you did with the horrible, disgusting textiles <laughs> that you have, like the pants. You horrible. hear that, Ross Matthews? Your aesthetic is trash. Okay, That's hilarious, <laughs> Ross Matthews. Um, did you know he's gay? What? <laughs> oh my god, he was giving like a mask dumb top, like, come on, let me eat you. God, imagine him at the lead or something. <laughs> god. Um, now, Malaysia Baby Doll Fox. This is apparently, according to her, the first uh, outfit she's ever made. It, like, honestly, it kind of. She was in the top it. for this. It kind of looks it. Like, I, I would not give this. Like it's it's a top. It's not a top for me. Like I feel like like the cape is sitting in a in a weird position on a body. I feel like I think so too. It could have been like like smaller or longer. Um, I, the dress. I I kind of like the fit of the dress and the length of like. I kind of like this. Yeah, I think that's really what cute. you would that that kind of fit of the dress is what you would expect in Palm Springs. Like, like you like, wouldn't expect yeah, anything like, like the design well. element. I feel like. She was on the right track. The um, what about the hat? I do, I like the hat. <laughs> like I feel like it just it looks very crafty in the way that she made it. Like it's yeah, not, it doesn't look as finished as it could look <laughs> if someone like you know has has made garments before and tried to do what she did. Yeah, but I think that she did amazing for a first time. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna give her a nyas. It gets it. It gets it. Uh, it gets a nyas from me definitely. Now, what about our favorite Marsha times three? Um, I'd mm. say this is probably the draggiest she's ever looked on so far. And she just uh, looks like a fucking like I don't know. She looks like the wife on Pose. I was I I watched Pose recently and season one the the wife of the I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. It, this gets a this gets a pass for me. Really? I, I don't like it. No. Um. Like I just I just hate her point of view on drag. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, and, and she was like, let me twirl in this like basic ass circle skirt. Like, no, no I will agree I, with you. I feel you like there. that's like the first thing that people learn how to make when they're starting to make like garments. And I'm, and I'm like, maybe because she's starting to make garments. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, like, I don't know. I feel, I feel like she put it together quite well. Like, like I like the top part of it. It's like, yeah, nice. I like it's the just, sleeves. I just, I just don't like, no, no. I I wasn't a huge fan of the pattern either. I'm I'm with you. I would have hated getting a Palm Springs. Yeah, and I, I feel like I feel like if that was made with a different action, no, I would still be the same way. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
God, but, I love it. So it's a pass. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a pass for me, unfortunately. Oh God. Well, um, I think it's. I think we can all agree that House of Visage definitely took out Best House. Yeah, and I feel like that was just that. Like they they had a head start with the animal print. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. Now Janelle Monae was a guest judge. I fucking love her. <sighs> Honestly, I screamed because like I. Adore Janelle Monae. I've adored a Janelle since like I want to say like twenty fourteen or thirteen because like the, the album The Arch Android. Yes, um, I remember when is, that came out. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. Have like, you ever done any Janelle live? Um, no, I've made a mix of Janelle live, but Ooh. I didn't end up doing it. So it's just kind of sitting there as this like weird like. Afrofuturism kind of like art gallery-esque drag mix that I designed to perform at a particular event that um, I think got affected by COVID. So that's kind Ah, of like in a bank somewhere. Okay. Well, I do hear there is... I do hear there is a uh, a Victoria, a Melbourne Pride Festival happening on Smith Street uh, next month. So maybe... Well, yeah. Maybe, maybe. Possibly. Um, But that's awesome. Like, I yeah, I think she's just such a cool chick. And... um, like her perspective, like hearing her actually give respect to the art that is drag, yeah, really was, was just awesome to hear. Is is Janelle non-binary? That is actually a good point. I'm. I I I I just I kind of want to double check. I um because I I in my back of my mind I feel like she came out as non-binary like like a couple years ago. Oh, sorry. Um, she uses pronouns they them and she her. Okay, cool. Yeah. Work. Oh, yeah. It was uh, uh, April last year. I just... Oh, she said my pronouns are free ass motherfucker and they, them, she, her. Slay the world. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think Instagram had that option. Yeah. (laughs) Um, God, I mean... So she's just got this really like just epic vibe to her that's so, I think, necessary. And I, I want... More of her just in the I want, world. I want more of her in the world as well, and I want more of her artistic brain in the world as well. Mm. Like, um, like in terms of music, I feel like, especially her music, I feel like it's so like, um, she like builds worlds with her music. Like, that is a good point. Yeah. Her albums are so thematic. They're albums. They're, yeah. they're, they are al- they're experiences. Yeah. They're like hour long experiences. Um, there is one. Uh, not so much. I'm not a big fan of that. Um, <laughs> the one with like, I do like the singles, the one with like pink and the way you make oh, me yeah. feel. That album was like, it was cute, but it was just like, I just expected so much more from Janelle. She gave, she gave us pop, which was like slay. Now, unfortunately, uh, your girl Selena STDs was in the bottom two this week with Amethyst. Do you agree with that? I do not agree with that. Who should have been there instead of Selena? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Marsha, Aura. Wow. You see, you hear that, Marsha fans? Suspe- why don't you try and suspend Cerulean's Instagram account? Come at wow. me, please. Wow. Um, I need it. <laughs> you um, need the, you I need, need the controversy. <laughs> I had a goal, like, I want to get more followers. So, like, inf- infamy might be the way for me. Who knows? Oh, that's a good phrase. Infamy might be the way for me. Mm. Go put that on a t-shirt, sell it. Well, yes. Okay, maybe I will. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm, no, I'm just, 
No, I'm too happy to be infamous. <laughs> no, I'm just. That's angry. why you shouldn't do drag race. Yeah, <laughs> It'll destroy no, happiness. Honestly, it will destroy me. But like, you know, who knows? Um, <laughs> definitely not. No, I feel like Aura should have been Aura, Masha. Yeah, I wasn't into that either. I think, yeah, I would agree. Either Masha or um, Spice. I hated Spices. Yeah. I really hated Spices. Like Spice, I feel like I, I would have hated if it was styled differently. Mm. Like... I just feel like the hair kind of elevated, which is kind of like cheating, but like kind as, of a, as a whole for look, a design challenge. As a whole look, I just thought it was cohesive. The lip sync was, of course, to uh, Queen yes. by Jan- Janelle Monáe. Uh, yes, please. I, I did. Okay, look. Here's the thing. I did enjoy it. I enjoyed what Selena was doing. She obviously won, but yeah. can, do you agree or disagree with me on this? When you like pull the same move like multiple times. Is that like desperate or is that smart? Um, I feel like it's desperate, like in in a sense of like, don't really know what else to do. Right. Yeah. 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 Like not necessarily like, like, like I'm doing this a hundred times, <laughs> so you save me. Like I don't yeah. know, but like I do, I do believe that Amethyst was selling the energy more, like of the song. She was. She did a good job. I'm not gonna she lie. She did a great job. But like, given track record and everything, like, I don't think there's anything she could have done to save herself in that situation. No, but it's just I, when I watched it for the second time, I was like, Amethyst. I mean, not Amethyst. Um, Selena is just like she did like that flip and then pound the floor. Yeah, like at least three times. And I was yeah. like, girl. Like, I honestly, I don't think that the song. Needed, needed that. that at all like just imagine <laughs> no. like i i just like i love i love i kind of love it though because like it's like janelle monet queen like very like political kind of song and mm. i and i love like selena just like popping her pussy to i know I, I i kind of i know i love that actually how iconic though was it. the lyric about the skirt falling off and when her skirt literally fell off did you catch that yeah, but I, I felt like that was on purpose. Was oh. That on purpose? Because, like, it was just the line before. And she's right. like, oh, my skirt on the ground. Well, yeah. When I watched, I saw the clip on Twitter and I was like, oh, my God, that was actually good for her. Maybe you're right. It could have been intentional. Because I, I love the song and I know it lyric by lyric. I, and, like, when the skirt fell off, like, even before the lyric, I was like, slay. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. it's coming. Okay. <laughs> Thing is, though, we've got a long season to go, girl. Yeah. So, oh my god. I'm not gonna ask like top four predictions or blah blah blah. Just tell me like who you think are sh- you think are gonna be the ones to go all the way. Definitely mistress. Yeah. Um, I want to say Spice will come like fifth. Mm, the Vanjie edit. Yeah, I, I feel like Spice is like one of the ones where like we'll do really really well and then like I guess just miss out on the finale, mm. like because there's four more stronger front runners. Yeah. Um. Although I I do like Spice's personality, and I think that that can take her quite a long yeah, way. Yeah, I definitely like her more than Sugar <laughs> Soz. Oh, I didn't. I yeah. I don't know. I <laughs> I didn't really notice who was who for the first few episodes. To be honest, um, Selena STDs. Really? I love. I, I mean, this is like this is like a personal thing. Like I remember last time I was talking on the podcast, the fact that like I think it was like. 
mid to early season of All Stars, All Winners. Yeah. And I was talking about how I really want to see Monet in the top, but the way that she's going and everyone else, I don't think that she might make it. Mm. Like, you know, and I feel like, I feel like I'm going to say the same thing about Selena's titties. <laughs> I love Selena's titties. And I want her to go all the way. I love that. Okay. My, this is a great way to end a podcast where we, where we went really in depth on fans being awful. Um, here's a cunty question. How long do you think we've got left of Marsha, Marsha, Marsha? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I want to say... All in good fun. I want to say like two two episodes. Okay. Two. Let's check back in. I I mean, we talked about it earlier, girl, um, with all these gigs you've got coming up. But um, I think the best way for people to keep up with Cerulean is to follow Cerulean on Instagram. So why don't you tell us what the Instagram is? Yes, my Instagram is at Cerulean Ubu. Um, Cerulean, like the color blue or the Pokemon City. <laughs> and UWU. Perfect. Um, and I'll, of, as always, I have the links to everyone's Instagrams in the bio of this pod, wherever you listen. So you have no excuse. Yes, follow me. I need it. I need <laughs> all the followers. Okay. And you also need to follow No Another Drag Race pod because um, yes. we are obviously posting updates from the pod, uh, clips from the pod, but also all the drag race memes uh, because we want to have a good time over there, but also spread awareness to how we can be better. <laughs> That's kind of the vibe of the day. Most importantly of all, please subscribe wherever it is you are listening. Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google. That other one, Stitcher. That's what it's called. Um, did I say Google? Yes. Yes. I've, or wherever you're listening, there's all an option right. to follow, subscribe, and you can just do that because you're going to get a new episode. It appears every Wednesday because that's just what I'm doing now. Um, guys, I have a life. I have to go work. I have to earn money. Um <laughs> And hopefully that money can help me go to DragCon again this year. Who knows? Yay. Uh, Who fucking is knows? There, is there a lineup yet? They're still announcing it, but okay. Jade Essence Hall is going. Oh, well, well, yes, you need to go. <laughs> I'm already like, oh my God, what am I going to say to her? <laughs> um, but in the meantime, Cerulean, I can't thank you enough for spending time with me today and talking about this stupid TV show we love. <laughs> thank you so much. Slay the world. Slay the world. You seriously go out there and slay the world, hunty. Thank you. Like, I'm such a fan. <laughs> I'm such a fan. So come back anytime and we will see in two weeks if your prediction about Marsha has come true. <laughs> yeah, I feel like next is Aura and then, <laughs> oh. Ma- then Marsha. There, okay. there it goes. That, that's my prediction. <laughs> all right. Now you have all the more reason to follow the pod. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Cerulean. Right. Thank you so much to everyone for listening and we will catch you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.